Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the post-season metacast of Rusty Quill Gaming. No, no you can't. Hush. You can't do this. Hush. Don't do this. We don't know what's happened <laughs> yet. We've not had it. Welcome yet. to RQG two one eight of the Rusty Quill Gaming podcast. I'm your host and GM Alex Newell, and with me today I have Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Hamid Salah Harun Al Tahan. Sell side bottom. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was okay. Zolf is unconscious, Helen. That's why I didn't say anything. Okay. Okay, <laughs> but like he might be, he might be. <laughs> yeah, he might unalive. be. Unalive. Maybe. <laughs> we just don't um, know. I have to say, new listener, this is actually a genuinely really good jumping on point. You know, <laughs> if for a nice self-contained new li- new listener. Quite frankly, you f***ed it because this is big spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in, bleep it. Leave it in, bleep it. <laughs> anyway, as is here too, we think. Understood. <laughs> Wherever so, here is. Oh. Yeah. Everyone ready? All right. In that case then, I'm going to start with Zolf. So the last thing that Zolf remembers is white. Mm-hmm. And a noise so loud that it stops being a noise and starts being a, a physical force on you. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah. (laughs) So from that white noise, it slowly starts to settle. At some point, Zolf realises it's settling into the sounds of waves on a beach. And he is fetal, seemingly upon some sand, with his eyes closed. Well, I guess I'll open my eyes. Do I still have Babbage? That's a good question. You you feel for, for Babbage on your back? No. Oh, God damn it. Am I bloody dead? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're dead. Classic off. So, you open your eyes, yeah? Yeah. I have a long description for you, so please bear with it. You find yourself upon an island. Seemingly. Little more than a sand spar. And as you open your eyes, the first thing you see is that you're looking out upon the ocean. However, the ocean's far too reflective. It seems to be either dawn or dusk, something around that time. You you can't tell, and normally you're good at telling that. And the starlight in the sky is reflected so clearly in the starlight of the water that you're struggling to see a horizon. But the waves are lapping up on the beach. Looking around, you notice that you're seemingly dressed in the clothes that you were before, and... As you look down, sort of look upon yourself, firstly, I have to ask a question of you. Is Zolf more comfortable with missing limbs returned or with them not returned? Which is more comfy? Uh, Not returned. Cool. Looking down, they're not returned. They are as they were um, when you sort of whited out. But you notice that there are patterns carved into the sand that you'll lay upon, even though it seems to be a natural beach. Think Zen Buddhism, that kind of thing. You know, the uh, traced lines, the contours. And as you're looking, you see it glints slightly iridescently. And I think I'll limit the description there. You're currently sat on a beach looking out to something that doesn't seem to have a horizon. There's nothing to say. As you look around, you notice behind you what appears to be a a tree root or something. And as you sort of follow it and your eyes follow it, you see that it's iridescent itself. Specifically, though, it seems to have quite a strong blue colouring to it. And as you trace the root along the sand, the root looks inappropriate, more like a a coniferous tree almost, or something similar, like the kind of thing you wouldn't expect on this island. As you trace that root... Do I have my weapon? No, you do not. Mm. As you trace the root with your eyes, you see it leads to, directly behind you, a huge tree. It appears to be an old English oak or similar. It's massive, 
there's no possible way it could be on an island naturally like this. And each of the leaves appears to be iridescent. And as you look at the sort of specific blue root, it seems to lead in towards the tree proper. And then that is lost amongst the other colours. It's full of foliage, although it's quite confusing to the eye. It's difficult to look at. It's quite hard to see where the ends of the branches are. It seems to branch and branch and then keep branching in such a way that it, it, it kind of deteriorates a little bit. And you see that there is a small figure sat in a crook beneath the tree. You can't make out more than they are quite small and they are seemingly wearing white and have white hair. Walk towards and be like, all right then, what the hell's going on? As you approach the figure, they look up and it's very difficult to make out age. It's very difficult to make out, like, they're quite androgynous looking. Their features don't quite settle to the eye properly. Uh, They speak to you gently, but with many voices. Greetings. Zolf. It is Zolf. Yes, come on. Enough of the, you know, I'm not impressed by this stuff, just what's happening? (laughs) I've already dumped a god. (laughs) The creature smiles. Uh, We we are are Myriad. Welcome. (sighs) To what? Uh, Actually, hang on a minute. Are you the pisser who's been mucking up the world? Bloody myriad. <laughs> bloody gestalt, bloody bull. <laughs> Going out with it? Are you the bloody plant? Yes. Oh, <laughs> piss off then. And I will leave and start to walk into the sea. <laughs> sure. I'm having none of this, none of your rubbish. So you start walking into the sea? Yeah. And, you know, have you ever been on one of those beaches, you don't really get them in the UK, where it's a very, very slow, there's no real drop-off. So, mm. it, you know, it's, it's yeah. like half deep for like half a mile kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's that. You find yourself wading out to sea. Give me a perception check, please. Also, I could not be happier that you're the person having this conversation, by the way. <laughs> could not be happier. Bend the law! Yep. 24. So, first things that you notice... You don't seem to be making as much progress as you feel you should. And the uh, stars that are reflected in the water aren't reflected in the water. They're within the water and they're swirling around you. You, you seem to be slowing despite not moving any slower. Oh, blooming dream logic. Fine, fine, <laughs> I'll have your stupid conversation. Yeah, you can try and recruit me to your rubbish. <laughs> what do you want? Just hurry up. If I'm dead, I'll just let me bloody die. To be clear, you're yelling this from, like, a decent distance out yeah, at so sea. Yes, is, this is now me, like, I've turned round, I'm waving my arms around, I'm splashing back towards the island, just shouting this, like, just really irritated. Not drowning, but angry. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Not waving, bloody furious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm absolutely livid. <laughs> I've had enough of evil things trying to do bloody... Oh, just... Mm. See, I wander back to Myriad, I guess. <laughs> The figure still sat beneath the tree. The figure doesn't seem particularly upset by you being annoyed or anything, or amused. It just seems kind of quite calm there. Oh, yeah, well, it's a gestalt entity on a higher plane of existence, so it doesn't have need for things like emotions, Zolf thinks. (laughs) 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 We must confess we are surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which hasn't been happening much. Go on, then. What do you want? What is it that you wish for? You are the one who has uh, come here. Yeah, I was bloody sent here by Dragonfire, okay? So 
I don't know, maybe I've been pushed into... Hang on, I'm going to roll knowledge planes because it's likely sure. I've been pushed into the plane which is where this actual thing exists. Sure. Uh, I rolled a natural one, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't ringing any bells. Also, you're fairly certain that being fire-breathed, normally the only plane you go to is afterlife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I don't know. I didn't come here on purpose. So what are you doing sitting on your bloody island in your stupid tree? <laughs> I love Sol so much. <laughs> Myriad seems fascinated, just fascinated with the question, but is, doesn't seem to be offering much. Look, you, you've got about, I, I don't know, 20 seconds before I start to throttle the bloody life out of you, or at least start trying, because quite frankly, you said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the plant. Okay, great. But you, do you know how many people you've heard? Billions? Millions? I don't know how many people there are on the earth. I've never really counted, but lots. <laughs> Which Earth? Oh, great, of course. Bloody interplanar entities, like all this rubbish. The one I come from that I care quite a lot about. Would you like to return? Yes, with the corollary that you also piss off out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Myriad seems to be giving that some, some due consideration. We don't believe what you request is possible. Yeah, well then we'll make it possible. If we were to ask you to not be, how would you go about doing so? Are you really... Of course you're not mortal. You, that's a stupid bloody question. Yes. No, as in I can think of loads of ways, but I'm not actually that keen in discussing that. You seem distressed. Right, that's it. I'm going to beat you to death with a bloody tree branch. <laughs> <laughs> This is the clearest problem I've had. At least I can see you now instead of you being a bloody... I'm going to try and beat the absolute crap out of this thing. Understood. I'm not going to require attack rolls. Would you like the good news or the bad news? I mean, I'm going to have to have both eventually. (laughs) It gives lots of satisfying feeling of force and connection with no effect to you or them, although they seem increasingly concerned. Um... Let us help. Nope. 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 What do you mean? (laughs) Let us help. You seem distressed. Yeah, okay, okay. As a creature who has consistently taken over the minds of others and are now puppeting around the... I don't know. You probably don't even care. Cities, continents, whatever. You have taken people and added to your bloody fractal tree, but they have no will of their own. You've completely, like, consumed them, and I ain't going down like that. Why not? Because you, you've... Look, OK, let, let, let me guess. You're one of these people who are like, oh, oh, I'm going to take over everybody's bloody minds because I know better than them and I'll give them a much better thing. Oh, we're all going to work towards some grand central project. Right? That whole deal? Again, Myriad seems confused by the question. Yes? Oh, brilliant. So I'm just trapped in a psychic island with a... T- wish us to perform an action that we are unable to perform. Uh-huh, yeah, great, because you're a predator, right? You're a predator and you've eaten your prey, and then you're like, oh, well, you know, I can't do anything about that because it's just my nature. Oh, no, not that. If we were to cease to be, 
We won't return without intention. All right. Well then, whatever. There, there are two eventual states. Us. I'm the whole metaverse or oblivion, right? Blah, 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 blah. Yes. <laughs> you are so tiresome. <laughs> right, so where do we go from here then? I ain't taking any of your bloody help. I obviously can't kill you, so you're going to kill me? Or release me from this stupid place? You wish us to release your world, as you put it. Yeah, that's why I asked it. Yet when we offer to help, you ask us not to. No, 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 no. When you offer to help, what you mean is, I can add you to the collective. Isn't it? No, not at all. Uh-huh. All right, what is it then? Be specific. We would bring you counsel to ease your concerns. What? All right, so you're just going to parade a bunch of puppeted idiots to try and convince me that you're doing the right thing? Myriad casts a hand across the beach. And Azu, Cell, and Hamid specifically awaken on the beach in a similar situation as Ulf when he awoke. Mm. However, to be clear, I will give you all a collective memory to work from as a final instinct, if you will. Sure. Think of it more as a tableau as opposed to you did this thing. You all distinctly remember seeing the uh, dragon breath consume uh, Babbage, etc. You have a very clear memory of the uh, edges of the tower being even with all of your efforts, beginning to be completely overwhelmed and the tower itself starting to collapse. And then you were here. God, this is hard because I am very much on the side of Zolf, catch these hands, Smith. But Azu is not. (sighs) Oh, bloody hell, you're all here as well. Are you real? Or are you some bloody construction? Uh, uh, actually, that's an extremely interesting question, which I have reflected I on at length. We're real. I, I, Azu pats herself down. <laughs> you feel real. <laughs> yes. I've concluded that really, in, in actuality, we're all ongoing constructions, and the reality of any particular appearance or being that we have at any moment isn't really consistent and should not be. Where's everyone considered. else? Oh, Zolf yes. is pinch, pinching the bridge of his nose. Where's Kiko and and, and Emeka and, Where and Einstein are and we? Oh, oh yeah. Let me introduce you to the problem. I'll say, pointing at this is Myriad. Myriad's a great big fractal tree that spreads throughout universes or worlds or whatever, and doesn't have a conception of individual ones. We've been having a lovely conversation about how they suck. Ah, hello. Right. Yeah. As is going to get up and approach. Oh, by the way, you can't punch him. Am I still 12 foot 12? No. Am I still wearing the armour? Do I have any weapons? So here's an interesting one. I would say for Azu that you're probably still wearing your armour, but you won't have your axe with you. Hmm. Damn, because that's very useful against a tree. <laughs> <laughs> is Cell still beastified? No. Oh. So, and presumably Hammer's wings have retracted again? Yes. So that's 25 on Knowledge Arcana. You get the impression that you're gone somewhere, other people ain't gone. I think Knowledge Planes might get you something. I don't think Knowledge Arcana will get you anything. Rolling. Ooh! That's a 35. Ooh! So, if you think of the planes as plates on a table, you get the distinct impression that you stood on the table. Oh. 
Sal has in fact used exactly that as a demonstration while having a conversation <laughs> with Jasper about how playing. In fact, it's probably quite it's probably quite important if you survive the entire experience. It'll be useful because there's been lots of people saying there is only the planes all the way down. So it'd be really helpful to be able to yeah, disprove yeah, yeah. some stuff. But you know, this is actually a, extremely interesting for some theoretical work I was doing on uh, the interaction of planes and what exactly it, they it, are. Is this is this relevant now? Because well, what this means, what this means, right? Ultimately, is that we've just lost, right? Because we're all here, Babbage yeah. ain't here, and we're oh. in that. Right. So it's over. Pretty much, I guess. I'm going to roll knowledge religion, and this is going to be to represent Azu's instinctive looking around for whether Aphrodite is here. Sure, sure. That is a 16. Can I feel Aphrodite in any way? Yes, but it feels very wrong. It doesn't feel corrupted. It... The, the shape of the feeling is very, very different and it feels very, very weak, very distant. Uh, right. So are we are we dead, do we think? I don't know. I don't know if that fire should have killed me, but I, I whatever, I don't feel dead. And if I'm here with you, then... Well, maybe it's the memory of me or some sort of bloody psychic, you know, moment in time, life flashing before... You, you know what I mean. Seems likely. The last thing I remember is the dragon breath and the tower starting to crumble and then everything was white. Yeah, but if we're dead, we probably shouldn't be together. Yes, I shouldn't be here. Yeah, we'd all go to a different bloody planes, wouldn't we? Or something. I turn and address the figure. Did you bring us here? Uh, We brought you, Hamid, you, Azu, and you, Sel, to this place. Yes, we did not bring Zolf to this place. Well, I'm glad you did. (sighs) No idea. So, so, um, Myriad, uh, buddy, are you able to, A, stop mind-controlling all of the uh, people in our world, and, and potentially others, and, and possibly as a corollary of that, send us back there? Happy and healthy. Let me get this one. Let me get this one. Oh, could you ask me not to be, is the answer you're going to bloody get. Well, all right. Myriad, what are you doing? Seems like a good starting point. Sitting. That is not what I mean, and I think you know that. Can you tell why I am so furious right now? Oh, I... It's this. It's all this. What were you doing on the plane that we were on before we were here? We We do do wish wish you all well. We We just just struggle. don't care. Your intentions are meaningless if your actions result in harm. You should put that on a poster. Well, I mean, I guess it's more complicated than that. That is a simplification, and... But why does your stomach grumble? Oh, because... Uh, why do you not stop it? We're, we're hungry and you can stop it by deciding to eat. Hmm. But it's also a, a base instinct that can be controlled with a sentient thought. It, it, you can't stop your stomach from grumbling, but you can eat or you can choose not to eat because you don't have to be... You don't have to follow your instincts if it's going to cause harm to other beings. Hmm. You've been extending your consciousness into our world, collecting the consciousness of other peoples, and that has done irreparable harm to them and to those who you haven't. I believe you can choose to stop. You clearly exist here, outside our world. You clearly you have the ability to withdraw your consciousness from our world. That's what I would ask you to do. We understand. We could... Remove ourselves from your world and, in, in so doing, leave it shattered. In what way? Myriad again seems to be struggling to articulate. Um, London Bridge would 
fall down, leaving you fragments to shore against your ruin? Look, I'm not good at philosophy. I'm not good at this fancy verbiage. Are you saying that if you leave our world, everybody that you have infected will die? Is that... Do you mean that? We don't know. Well, what good are you? Good question. I am not expecting this to work, but I'm going to attempt to cast Searing Light. Afraid not. Yeah, so I throw my hand out in front of myself and nothing happens. Can Cell make bombs in this environment? Cell can try. What do you want? You must have some desires. You are clearly a sentient being. To be, to grow, to learn. Is that what you're using us for? Is that why you want to accumulate minds? To, to learn? We do not want to accumulate minds. We accumulate minds. But you're a thinking enough being that you could stop that process if you chose to. By not choosing to stop, you are actively choosing to continue. Hmm. Yo, I think the trick is it doesn't bloody care. Hmm. If we were to cease to be, all the worlds that we have touched would collapse. Would they? What do you mean by collapse? Explain in more detail. Do you mean that the bonds holding physical objects together would cease to work? Do you mean that there would be massive earthquakes? Be more specific. When the tree grows, it moves the earth that it moves through. <sighs> this is the thing. This is this is the whole bloody thing. This is a too-big-to-fail situation, right? Because nobody with the power thinks that anything can exist after they go. Meritocrats thought the same thing. Rome thought the same thing. Everybody thinks the same bloody thing. And the, the mistake you can make is listening to those institutions. And that right there is one of the biggest bloody institutions I've ever seen. Would you prefer to take our place? Oh, oh no. Piss off. Wait, we can take your place. If if you would. Absolutely not, Hamid. Absolutely bloody not. Did you take something else's place? Yes, we did. There was someone else here before you. Who? What was bef- here before? Myriad. Ah. Oh. Right, yeah, sure. I mean, is Babbage? Would would Babbage still be up for it? If we Wait, we could Are you Babbage? No, but we shouldn't. Bloody no, nobody should take its bloody place because it's just the same problem. Ah, uh, you don't think it would make a different decision? Yeah. Do you think we wouldn't keep any willpower? Yeah, pretty sure. Either this bloody thing might have decided, or this bloody thing came here expecting to do so and failed. Hmm. What, did you have a n- name except Myriad before you took the place of the Myriad that was here previously? Hmm. Yes. What was it? Nathaniel. Lithaniel. Well... Okay, so it's not Babbage. Where were you from? Where did you live? Mia thinks for a while and then looks up at the tree and points to a, a bit of the tree up near the top. Do the branches represent different planes? Do the leaves represent different planes? I, I understand that probably this entire place is a construct designed to represent concepts which my mind could not actually conceive of in a way that is understandable, but I still feel like it should be possible to explain at least some of the metaphorical baggage underpinning the perceptions we're having. Was it a nice world? And I'll take a break there. (laughs) (sighs) 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. So you asked a couple of questions. I'll, I'll uh, try and get through those. So Myriad takes a moment considering both. We are the tree. The leaves are in some ways the planes that you think of though there are other places than this and no uh, it was not at the end it is now ah so you, you think it was improved by by Myriad before coming in and, and taking control of all of the living beings wills and and, and 
and so on and, and, and controlling them and... You all keep speaking of control. Yeah, we do, because you control things. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Your function, it seems, is to control other beings. That seems to be what it is. We are the sum of other beings. Can we have a quick... Can we, can we just have a quick huddle? Maybe just away from that? Sure. Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure it can hear everything in this. Yeah, thing, I know. But we could, might as well try. Yes, yes. yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that Cell needs someone to be like, no, sometimes people need a huddle even if it's... it's <laughs> the, the huddle's about the huddle, it's it, not about it, the hearing. It serves a psychological purpose. <laughs> so I kind of lead people over to the, the, the furthest place on the island, like possible. Look... <laughs> problem we've got is that anything it, it says right like we're here to murder it well um we are or, or babbage was gonna like or cut its arm off or something like that so like it's not it's not gonna give us any helpful information we can't solve the problem by asking it nicely and and and, and like getting it to give us information because it's gonna lie right well no i don't think it is like i don't necessarily trust its answers because it seems to have a really warped perspective on everything but also we're completely in its power. I mean, I don't think it has any reason to lie to us because we can't affect it. We can't do anything. Like, mm. There's there's no... It ha- doesn't seem to have motivation to lie. I just don't think it understands reality the same way That's we do. That's what I mean. Unless there's a way that we can affect it and we haven't worked it out yet and it doesn't want us to work it out. Well, I, there's there's some holes in its logic, I I have to say. like it, it the, the fact that it seems to be equating being with controlling all of these worlds when actually that's i mean you know there's a lot of things that we think that we can't live without that we can actually live without and often power is is one of those things i i just wonder if i don't know if there's anything to lose by my trying to talk it through the 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 idea that there are many ways to be and and a lot of them might be uh, Difficult to recognise, but very happy and fulfilling, even yeah. if you are a multiplanar. Yeah, great. Look, if you can persuade it to, to, to give up control of all of these worlds, then be my guest. But it ain't going to work. But, you know, fine, give it a go. We should try. Sure. I mean, are we ignoring the fact that... I mean, my understanding of Babbage's plan was that he would attempt to place his consciousness at the centre. And this being, Lissaniel, is at the centre. And No, 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 not at all. No, because, look, Babbage was going to do it on our plane, not replacing the whole bloody tree. It was go- He was going to cut off a branch. He was, he was cutting off the... I don't think If that's... he was aware, I'm pretty sure he would step up to... And I think he would have told us... Yeah, and I bet bloody Nathaniel thought he was doing the exact same thing when, when, well, when they took over, right? You're just... Any of us who takes over is just going to become that thing again. Mm, I think that's right. Maybe, but the question is is how, how long? How long that process takes? Babbage thought he would have enough seconds to make the decision and to take the action. And, and what if you can't? But did he know about this? I don't think so. Almost certainly not. No, did do any of us, but... If we've got no other way to affect it, shouldn't we try? I mean, we cannot. If one of us becomes that thing, then there's a chance, however small, that we take the correct decision. But then there's also the only other outcome is we're in the exact same situation. And then we have a more familiar face to murder. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it will help. Absolutely not. Like everybody who wants to like bloody take power thinks, oh, I'll do a better job with this huge amount of power. They never bloody do. They never. It's do. not about taking the power. You it's are about taking release, releasing it because you then have the power to do that, right? But in those like micro seconds, maybe you decide against it. Maybe again, 
Nathaniel thought, oh, I'll release everybody. Well, actually, this is good. Or maybe your mind is overwritten, given it is a mind-overwriting entity. That's what I'm thinking. What if you sit in it and you have all the best intentions, but there's some deeper impulse that then takes you over? You're a vessel. You're a channel to a bloody collective consciousness that apparently wants to, wants to keep itself going. Yes, I don't think it will work that way. Yes. Charles and Ada and Nicola thought there was a chance they would retain enough of themselves long enough and... And, and Summit Neil agreed with that plan and they and, and their community seemed to understand the plants and the planes better than, than we did. Maybe they had some awareness of, of the way that these Nobody things... Nobody has connected. any awareness of this. Did you have any awareness of this thing? Well, I, I, I mean... I, You're I, easily I, the smartest person I know. You had no... We knew it was a multi-planar entity. We knew that there was some sort of consciousness... Behind it, no, Babbage was talking about releasing everybody on our world. He didn't know about all these other things. We didn't know about the people on the other worlds. Yeah. Well, then we they didn't even... know how it bloody worked, did they? So I, I don't know what you're trying to argue for. I mean, you're not trying to... becoming the thing that has ruined our world and countless others is what I'm arguing against. No, you're arguing against, but what are you arguing for? I just say we grab it out of this bloody tree, drag it over to the lake and drown it. Hmm. Well, do, do you even think that's possible? I don't I know. I don't think that's going to work. I don't know if we have the ability to affect it in that way. I, I know, I know, but I, it's it's better than becoming it. Why don't we get some more information? Because yeah. we're working on Fine. very Look, little. Yeah, and I know it's unreliable, but... Yeah, go go talk to it. Fine. Oh. It seemed to be listening to a degree. Yeah. Who knows? It's, it's sentient and it can think, so there's always hope. While the awkward conversation kind of continues, Sella's just going to back away with two thumbs up, grinning, like looking over their shoulder at Miriam so they don't step over, and then like turn around. Hey, buddy. So I, I just wondered if I could unpick uh, a bit of your logic. Um, I'm sure that you speak many languages and have many different kind of brain structures, so uh, we may have misunderstood. But you seem to equate having control of all of these uh, different worlds uh, with the fact of you continuing to exist, when, when clearly, since at one point you didn't control all of them and the amount of them that you control is changing over time, you are and were and will be able to survive very happily without eating minds. And I just, I just wondered if you had, like, what it feels like to you to have more minds like is it is it that it feels good to eat brains is it something that you you want at a deep level or or is it something that is an option you know mm. why are you doing it yes we grow because there is room to grow it's not a desire it's a a result if if we were to without us all these worlds would die eventually well Yes, but there are cycles in nature, right? And you can stop things at any one point. Like a, a caterpillar eats lots of grass um, or, or, or cabbages. They always ate my cabbages. And then it becomes a chrysalis and then it becomes a butterfly and then it, you know, finds other butterflies, has its way, lays some eggs, and then it dies. And you can, at any point in that process, stick a pin in that butterfly and, like, keep it in that beautiful, perfect state for like the long time, you can, you can encase it in in resin. You can you can glue it to something so it stays there, but it's dead, right? It, it's not gonna 
the, the cycle has stopped and, and it might look nice, you know, and, and it's much more convenient than having your cabbages continually eaten every year. But, but it's definitely dead. It's not, it's not the same. It's not as good. You, you, you see what I mean? That you, they, these worlds may die eventually, but while they're in the process of doing that, they, they will live, right? Your existence is clearly vast. Your conception of eventually may be very different to ours. If you're talking about the fact that worlds eventually end, if there are, if there is space for millions or billions of lives to be lived before then, that's enough. Yeah. Do, do, do you think you're better than me? <laughs> right. Look at what. Look at one of the. No. But look at one of the people that you will make better, like me. Right. Using a specific example. Do you think you're better than me? Do you think that I deserve to be taken over by you? Deserve? deserve? No. Yeah, do you think that my personhood is less valid than your personhood? Given that we are here, we are talking, we can have a conversation. It would seem not. So if you consumed my personhood and I cease to be, I've died. It doesn't matter that you're in my head moving me about to some grander purpose. I am dead. You have killed me. You, you would not be dead. dead. You would, you would be us, and we can would I have any, be you. Can I, can, no, can I have any new experiences? Me, Zolf, Zolf Smith. No. So I have ceased to, you know, have new experiences, right? I've stopped living. Is the butterfly pinned to the table, right? Like, it, it, it looks good, and you've got a nice collection. It's a very pretty collection, but, but the butterflies are definitely dead, even if they still exist in, in your pretty arrangement. Yeah. They're... They're dead, and they're, they will, you know, they, they may survive a lot longer in their frozen state. The end of someone's personhood is de- a death of a kind as well. Yeah. Can you see my memories? No. Oh, then... We can see the memories of all those who you've known. Oh. Uh... uh Zolf and I faced a similar situation before. We met a man named Francois Henri. Yes, he was eaten by the machine. His personhood was removed because he no longer had the ability to live. Just walked around like a robot. Mm. His his individuality had been consumed by a greater entity in much the same way you're consuming the personhoods of the people. If you are causing harm to every single one of these sentient beings. And you said that withdrawing your consciousness, withdrawing your control would cause harm, but you you haven't been able to quantify that. You haven't been able to explain that. And it feels very much like you're saying that your absence would be the harm. Yes. That the eventual death of these worlds would be the harm. Yes. But that's not harm in the same way. Life is about change and growth and learning and progress and sometimes things end but that's still part of life and that's not taking that away is not an improvement if you're removing people's personhood while you're doing it and let's take this from a metaplanar perspective right when people die they don't go away they move on to other places within whatever you want to call it the metaverse right you're stopping them from doing that you've trapped them you're keeping them prisoner inside yourself. 
I, I return to the butterfly uh, thing, which again, <laughs> like, I'm very proud of. I have to say, like, <laughs> it's, it's a just, good one. It's a very you know, good one. You're sticking one. them. Thank you, Azu. They're they're sticking there, but you know that that butterfly should migrate. For, okay, maybe the butterfly thing is getting a little strained. I no, will... no, no. I think you're right. You should let the butterfly Migra- flutter yes. about and do its business. Yeah. Instead of locking it away where only you can look at it. Exactly. And and even if it flies, it maybe it'll be eaten by a predator. You know, m- maybe it will. That's that's not ideal for the butterfly, but it's a fact of life, and the predator is happy about it. And the butterfly did get to be free, and it made got to make decisions like before. I don't know exactly how many decisions butterflies make maybe lots of them but <laughs> anyway i don't know how many of the people myriads that you've met you've talked to i don't know how the four of us have ended up here and how we're the ones communicating with you in this way but you've got four examples of people here sure we know each other we're friends but we're very different there's a lot that the four of us disagree on but all four of us, individuals with different perspectives, different, all of us would choose to live and to die in an imperfect, unstable world, getting to make our own choices rather than be subsumed into you. If you, the other consciousnesses that you have access to are also there, ask them. Ask them how many would make that choice. If all four of us different perspectives on so many other things would make that choice. If all those other people would as well, then you see the harm you've done and then you see the reason to withdraw. Please wait a moment. Myriad sort of settles into a literally a meditative pose beneath the tree. I, I've, I've got to say that um, that went a bit better than I expected, so fair enough. Hmm. I do wonder what a moment is to a interplanant creature you know we could be here a very long time so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump ahead two to three heat deaths of the universe yeah. <laughs> um, okay eventually and by eventually it is a meaningless statement it doesn't mm. feel like forever it doesn't feel like too long it feels like the right amount of time mm. myriad opens their eyes we feel that if Nathaniel had compatriots at the time of decision they would have made a different decision Oh, we could release the worlds and let them fall as they may. And we understand that in so doing, we will change. And the worlds that are, some may flourish and some may die. And you understand that we would not be in control of whatever happens next. That's the point. That's, yes, exactly. Give everyone a chance. Life is living, and it might suck sometimes, but it's a life. And you know, what you've got here is very beautiful. You could watch the sea forever if you wanted. Uh, Myriad looks out to the uh, water for a moment. We could try to make another. Eventually, it's your turn in the initiative order, and you just have to roll that dice. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> it's bursting through the fourth that's wall. That's another level of metaplanar. Like, that's Good the one we beyond. All, we are all but We've dreams and numbers. We've ended up in the numbers. Skype plane. <laughs> in which case, then, Myriad looks up, and all of you realise that though there's been... Uh, though it hasn't been stifling, there's been no breeze. And a slow breeze starts to... Uh, to move through the air. Uh, it's gentle at first, and it, it rustles the... He uses the word leaves with bunny ears. <laughs> it, it rustles the, the leaves, and then just one from near the top sort of 
blows out into the uh, into the air and starts heading out over the waters. And uh, Myriad looks at it and begins to smile. It seems to be a very sincere reaction. Pleasant surprise as opposed to uh, puzzlement or anything like that. Aww. And then you see another one detach and then another one. Thank you, Myriad. Yes. Good luck. Hamid sort of instinctively reaches for Azu's hand just to hold it. Oh, yeah, Azu's hand is right there. Myriad, are you, are you are you interested in hugs at all? Is that a... Myriad sort of takes a moment, seems to be thinking what you mean, then in sort of offers arms open as a, like... Cell crouches down, because you said they were very small. Okay. Yeah, as, as, as like, a sort of, like, quite a short child. And I, I think leans in and gives him a very tight hug. I assume as like beautiful leaves swirl around in a yeah, it feels it it feels real for what it's worth to all meaning of the word, mm. and if, eventually sort of my, myriad uh, releases you. I guess you can carry on hugging should you wish, though. No, no. But uh, no. leaves do start pouring from the tree, and by pouring, I mean more than you would fit on a tree because those <laughs> branches get very small towards the top. If you see what I mean. Oh, mm. that's so many people. Just don't forget you have a chance, right? You've. You've done an awful lot of harm, but at least you're taking some steps to undo it, so... I don't know. Just live your life well, okay? Yeah. And Myriad doesn't seem to react beyond just an, another sort of benign, I guess, smile. Hamid reaches out his other hand to, towards uh, Zolf and Cell. Yep, grabs. Nope. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Hamid's only got one other hand, yeah. so... <laughs> Holding Azzy's hand and Cell's hand, that's fine. So as leaves begin to pour from the tree, increasing an impossible amount, to be clear, it seems to never run dry. It starts to begin obscuring the vision slightly. Mm. There's there's a, a moment of, of sort of, not stillness because of the action, but a moment of calm, let's call it, because it's, it's, it's like white noise visually almost. And the last thing that you hear Myriad say is uh, an, an echo of the words earlier, just best of luck, best of luck. Yeah. And then... It starts to sort of dissolve a little bit visually. It, it starts to become just the colours themselves, till eventually all of you, all of you, find yourselves back on the battle map. <laughs> <laughs> Azu, yes, you become aware of bird song. <gasps> not much, and it's not close, but you definitely become aware of, of bird song, and you realise that at some point the sort of white noise wind that you were hearing has started to reform into. More like the wind of a high place. Okay. I open my eyes. You're seemingly stood on what's left of Big Ben. Oh. The pieces the pieces are everywhere. You're not atop the top. It has sort of come down slightly. Am I lying down? You are, yes. Can I roll a perception check to see if... Yes, give me a perception yes. check. I want to see if everyone else is there. That's 21. I'm going to say that you stand up for the sake of it, if I may. Yes. So standing up, you see everyone who was at the tower with you are around you. For a moment you fear the worst as all of them are laid down. But you see that they're all asleep. You see that um, rather less pleasantly there's quite a lot of remains around the place from what presumably used to be the sort of guardians of the plant. Okay. At which point you notice that the plant itself isn't there. Not dead, just is not there. There is a, a large hole where it used to be but it is not there. And you see that the looking around you see a few more figures seem to be dotted around the place seemingly sleeping Azu yells wake up wake up right now everybody up 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 we go I think we've done it get up 
everyone in here and all of the NPCs we have been discussing previously atop start to do so. I was unconscious. True. So, you also awake. How many hit points am I on? I'll give you a guess. Well, it's either max or one. It's one. It's, it's one. <laughs> I look for... I look around to a certain that... Oh, wait, no, you've already said everyone's there. Um, in which case, I'm going to first look for Hamid and see if he's waking up okay. Yeah, he's there, waking up. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Kiko mm-hmm. and Emika, and they're all coming to all right. Everyone's uh, coming to. Everyone's very confused because everyone clearly was mid-doing a thing and now waking up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to sit next to Kiko while she wakes up. I start looking around to assess the wider situation. London's still a mess from the fight but you can see quite down low at street level beneath the sort of remains that are littering the place. And now that it's just the remains, it's actually not spreading as much as you think. It's not like a sea or anything. There are a few people seemingly waking, waking up and looking around quite confused at street level. Is Cell still mutagened? No. Oh, how long has it been? It's been more than an hour. Three deaths of the universe, according mm. to yeah, Alex Turner. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've got just fly as a thing. Oh, I can, though. I can beast shape into a hawk. Okay, cool. Hawks can see. Um, (laughs) So You do that via a potion drink, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So, you drink your potion as normal. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Oh. Oh, my gosh, have we removed magic from the world? Interesting. Surely not. Hamid attempts to bring out his wings... Nope. Mm-mm. He's going to try and cast fly? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so we've removed magic from the world. Um, Hamid is going to run over to the collapsed building where Skrark was. He's pretty slow now, and it was a fair way away, but he's still heading in that direction. I'll return to Hamid in a second, then. So we're also just losing all bonuses from magical items, too. I'm afraid so. They haven't ceased mm. to exist. Like It's not like you're all like naked now or anything. <laughs> that's, that's an extra element that, thankfully, I don't have to deal with. But, uh... And anything in a bag of holding uh, will no longer exist, one would assume. <laughs> oh, or all empty out yeah, or at just once. vomits itself out, yeah. Good thing I got rid of all those marbles, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Azu, is there anything you're wanting to do now that you've established that everyone in your immediate presence is awaking up? Azu says to Kiko, are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Oh. Confused, but... Wonderful. Um, let me just... Because um, you probably fell or something, and Azu's going to attempt to cast Lay on Hands on Kiko. Azu can attempt that. I mean, it won't work, but you, you can attempt it. Uh, Azu says, oh no. What's wrong? Uh, the, the, the gods aren't there. <gasps> Topaz! Oh no! Is not there. Uh, uh, oh, Kiko, something is. Well, something went right, but I think we've had a side effect. Oh dear. Okay. All right. Solf, what are you up to? Uh, realizing that my legs don't work? Yeah, fair. That'll happen. Little help here, anyone? Bloody legs are broken. Wild, wild comes over. Hey, yeah. Well, I think we did it. Wild seems very... shell-shocked. Is this one of those times where I should be ecstatic and you're just, you know, keeping it back? Or is this one of those things where there's an enormous and terrifying butt? 
No, I, th I think we did it. My legs are off, broken, can't use them. So that's great. Wild starts to cry. <gasps> oh, come on. Oh. Like, properly starts to cry. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. He drops down next to you and then sort of, sort of just envelops you in a hug. All right, yeah, yeah, okay. He's, he's not going to be particularly helpful for a little while, I don't think. I'll just yeah, give him a pat on the back. Cell is going to check for bonds and uh, check that he's corporeal because uh, they're a fan of him being corporeal. <laughs> Barnes is corporeal, uh, very much so. Uh, you can tell because he's currently shoving Carter off, going, get off, get off. <laughs> Just looking around, trying to figure out what's happening. Oh. Hey, uh, so it uh, seems like we saved the world, but we also broke it. So um, I think that your practical skills, which are not reliant on magic, will be in very high demand uh, in the reconstruction of the world. Just flagging that up. I think there's going to be quite a lot of rebuilding to do. I don't know if anyone got injured in the fight, or we should probably go and help some of the the people that have just woken up from... I have to ask, what's happened to Brutor? Is oh, he just yes. an ordinary <gasps> Pugweiler again? Oh, yeah. Just like a hideous oh, tiny Pugweiler in massive armour. <laughs> Stuck in the armour! So... You, you, I'm going to have to jump to that. Cell, as you're saying that, you hear a gentle sort of... Oh, um, coming from inside an enormous set of plate armour. <laughs> Cell goes over to check inside the armour. There is a small, very confused-looking Pugweiler looking up at you from inside <laughs> what, from his perspective, is an enormous metal cave. Uh, Cell grabs the, the dog... And, and holds it awkwardly. H hello, buddy. Um, thanks for your, your help in the battle up there. Oh, I, d I don't know. Do you have a name? Do you have a... I woff, woff. Okay. Um, I used to be able to turn into animals and then understand much more. Uh, I, I could call you... Uh, I could call you... Uh, from, the, uh, from the hug. Hang on a minute, is that bloody Brutal? Yeah, what the hell is Brutal doing here? I'm going to use that to cut to Hamid, if I may. Hamid is, yeah, examining the rubble, trying to start to shift it, calling out Skrark's name. He probably keeps trying to cast magic or use his claws and nothing's working and he's having very little impact on the rubble. Give me a perception Aww. check. I think if I haven't miscalculated my bonuses, that is still 31 somehow. <laughs> Without magic. I mean, skill points I mean, they're exist. just skill points, right? Hey, uh, hey, you know. it's all good. What did you roll on the dice? Uh, a 16. Yeah, it's feasible. I think that's feasible. So you're looking around for a little while and you're starting to despair because you aren't going to be able to move an entire building. You're just not. Where, where do you even start? And as you take a moment to straighten your back and just look around, you see Skrark is sat atop what used to be a chunk of the roof a little way off. He hasn't noticed you and he's looking out at the city. Oh, oh thank the gods. I'll scramble up there to join him. Oh, Skrark hears you at that point, turns around. Skrark looks worse for wear. Uh, Skrark looks like he's been through the ringer a couple of times, but... Are you uh, OK, Skrark? Did we win? I think so for some definition then yeah that's, that's, that was easy good <laughs> good what happens now then 
and I think I might close the campaign there. Alex, why did you have to leave up with it? Why, why add this extra cruelty? Like, what, like you just like, oh, you know uh, what? What's going to happen is joy and ecstaticness. And what I could, how can I complicate that? <laughs> I suppose that is life, isn't it? Some kind of oh. Change happens. Yeah, it does. It does. I will say there will be uh, some epilogue content where we'll uh, find out a bit more. I'm not just going to leave you all like, oh no, what's happened? But uh, yeah. And that was erasing the line, which you all did. Yup. Well, shout out to James Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Since he's not here. I feel like we should all go get shawarma. Yeah. (laughs) Shawarma. All very, very very drunk. (laughs) Well, while we all do that, we'll be here next week with, uh, I I promise, with uh, some uh, epilogue content, but... For the last time as part of the campaign. An awkward outro. An awkward outro. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord, or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. While the awkward conversation kind of continues, Sella's just going to back away with two thumbs up, grinning, like looking over their shoulder at Myriad so they don't step over, and then like turn around. Hey, buddy. I- <laughs> sorry. So sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's, because in this universe there are gods and gods are technically at a smaller scale almost in some ways hey yeah, buddy is just buddy. hey little buddy little Hobbits, buddy. dragons liches interdimensional entities they're all buddies every interdimensional parasitic creature is just a friend you haven't made yet little buddy is a state of mind not a state of being <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.